needs to be preached. The Bible, not only the Bible needs to be preached, the Bible needs to be obeyed. Amen. And um, and and I'm I'm not going. I won't be long. I won't. I, I, you women can taste banana splits right now. And by the way, you also you don't have to have a banana split if you don't like bananas. You can have a chocolate uh, sundae as well. Okay. But um, whenever, most of the time, when you buy a new product, um, you will. And I'm old. I'm like my dad. I'm like I'm like Todd Robertson. I guarantee he's like this. If I buy something new, such as a chainsaw or riding mower or pressure washer, you go to my desk drawer. Uh, Todd, are you like me? You keep the uh, manuals. Logan, does he? Hallelujah! I've had them for years. And so, anyway, these things were these things were written uh, for for instruction. Uh, to to help us know how to operate. Now, I'm not going to take a long, lot of time about that, but I am going to say this. This book, the Holy Bible, was written for, for the same reason. This is our instruction book. This is to tell us how to operate in our life. If I, if I could convince every young person uh, to do, uh, and Brother David, you, you've already preached it, but if I could convince them to do three main things, especially three main things, it would be faithful to church, pray every day, read the Bible. Not very complicated, but it's not very much obeyed among God's people today. But young people, if you want your life to turn out right, the Bible says this, Keep my commandments and live. See, the average person doesn't know how to live today. They, Mike, they don't enjoy life. They, you know, why they don't, they don't know how to enjoy life. They don't know how to live. So if I would say tonight to begin with, man, just make this part of your, your daily life. Love the Bible. Live the Bible. It's, it's a wonderful book. Um, I'm going to give you uh, some, some things tonight. I've got 10 minutes to do it. But let me, let me, let me quote this. Um, Sheldon Smith, he, 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 he said this. Our success as servants of God, it's everybody, not talking about just preachers, but everyone. Our success as servants of God is largely dependent upon our unwavering fidelity to the great tool God has given us, the Bible. Without it, we cannot be thoroughly furnished for any work to which he calls us. Through it, we are taught, we are reproved, we are corrected, and trained for all the experiences and endeavors of the Christian life. And so, as Brother Austin preached this morning about the trouble, the problems in America, Americans, uh, America's problems and troubles don't exist because we don't have enough Bibles, the problems exist because we don't read and live what the Bible says. Our Gideons, I'm going to commend them. I praise the Lord for the, for the Gideons and their wives and the work they do. Friday, was it Friday? Uh, Monday. Uh, they, they hit the campus of Virginia Tech. And they, with the help of the Lord... They were able to hand out to those college students over 5,200 copies of the New Testament. 
Now, what those students decide to do with that New Testament, it, it will be up to them, but if they choose to live and obey and read and, and live that New Testament, their life is going to be a good life. And so America's trouble is, hey, how many, I'm, I'm not, don't raise your hand to tell me, I guarantee each of our households, we have numbers, numbers of Bibles laying around. So it's, the problem is not, not we don't have enough Bibles, we just don't take time to read those Bibles, to obey those Bibles. As someone that was in uh, our, our sword drill a while ago, Amos 8.11 says, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, not a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And, and there's a great famine in the land of America. It used to be in America, the Bible, the Bible was a special book. I, I, I read this, and some of you uh, old people will get this, young people, they, they, they won't get this, but a uh, preacher went to visit a house one day, and the little girl there was at the house, and, and uh, so he, the mom was trying to impress the preacher, okay? Brother Mike, you know what it is. And uh, she uh, looked to the little girl and said, Honey, why don't you go get mom's favorite book? You know what she came back with? Sears catalog. <laughs> I love that. Brother Tommy, you were talking about Sears this morning. But um, here, here's what it is, church. The Bible is the book that God wrote. That's why it's important. It's, it's the book that Almighty God wrote and left for His children. The Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. The Bible says, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by whom? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost moved upon those men to give us God's Word. And uh, no wonder David said in Psalm 119, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil or great treasure. We all would love to find great treasure. Well, Church, we have it right here. It's, and, and by the way, I don't know about your life, but my life, I can find something new in this treasure book every day of my life. If it, only thing I have to do is go into the book of Psalms. But I will find something new treasure-wise in the book of Psalms every day of my life if I so choose. So what kind of book is it? What kind of book? Let me just give you these real quick because uh, we... Uh, we have to send the ladies off, and, and um, they're, you know, they're going to feel so sorry for us as they were, are going to be eating that Jessica and, you know, ice cream dripping down your chin and everything. But uh, first of all, the Bible is a delicious book. The Bible says in Psalm 119, 103, How sweet are thy words under my taste. We sang a while ago, the Bible was sweeter also then honey and the honeycomb. Brother Jim saying, man, I'm, I'm eating plenty of honey lately. Uh, but isn't it good, Brother Jim, eating that honey? You know what? The Bible does. It improves with age. It is milk for the babe in Christ. It is meat for the seasoned Christian. And it is bread for all hungry souls who desire it. Not only is it a delicious book, it's a delightful book. 
Psalmist says in 119.16, I will delight myself in thy statutes. After I go home later, I'm going to delight in that tomato right there. I'm going to I'm going to put it on two slices of bread. I'm going to put a couple slices of cheese. I'm going to put a half inch of mayonnaise on it. And I'm going to delight. I'm going to delight. If I had bologna, I would put that half inch of bologna on it. But I will delight in that. We delight in many things in life. Why don't we delight in God's Word? I love what the pastor, the preacher from yesteryear, R.G. Lee, he said this, he said, why insist on eating the devil's garbage when you can have God's chocolate cake? Church, right here is God's chocolate cake. Oh, my, is it good when we take time to read it, to get into it, and let the Lord speak to us. Not only is it a delicious book, a delightful book, it is a very dependable book. The Bible says, thy testimonies are very sure. Look, I'm just going to tell you. The Bible, this, the Bible was good enough for our forefathers. It was good enough for George Washington. It was good enough for Ronald Reagan. It's good enough for us, church. We, and I, I'm not going to go off and on a tangent or anything like that, but I still love my King James. I'm just going to tell you, uh, people say, boy, that book's too hard to understand. I, and, I, and I'm not going to fight anybody. I'm just saying it still is sweet to me. I, I love, I love how God worded that. And so I don't think it needs to be changed and changed and changed. I just think it needs to be reread and reread and reread. So it's delicious. It's delightful. It's dependable. And listen to this, young people, and all of us who are up in years. It is a directional book. It will show you directions to go in life. In Psalm 119, 105, we say it all the time. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you want to know which way to go in life, read the Bible. You say, Brother Shake, you could say all to whoever pastored or whoever has been full-time Christian work. How did you end up right here? I'll tell you how I ended up right here. By years ago, listening to one of my teachers, David Fleet, telling me the three things that I shared a while ago. David was not a fancy teacher, but boy, did he teach this Bible. He said, young people, to find out what God's will is and to do it, he said, be faithful to church. Well, I said, okay, I can be faithful to church. And he said, and learn to pray every day. Talk to the Lord. Ask God where he wants you to go. Ask God what he wants you to do. And he said, then read the, let the Lord speak to your heart. And so you say, how did you end up being pastor of Auburn Baptist Church? Well, listen to that man back there. That's how God speaks to his children. You say, well, didn't you see a, a star shoot a certain way that you said, oh, that's the direct. No, I just, I followed God's word. Each day of my life, young people, if you want to find God's will and do it, read and obey the Bible. It's a directional book. Let me say this. Many heartaches and tragedies can be avoided if we read and obey the Bible. 
It's a decisive book. I talked about Ronald Reagan a while ago. He said this, It is a fact that all the complex and horrendous questions confronting us at home and worldwide have their answers in that single book. Y'all believe that? I believe with all my heart, if, um, if our leaders would open up the Bible, humble themselves and say, now God, we've tried it our way and we have made a mess. You show us your way. Our country would get help from God if we would follow this, this decisive book. Not only that, it's a divine book. There's an old hymn with these words, Holy Bible, Book Divine. Precious treasure, thou art mine. God's word, Jody, it is our sword. Uh, even though the men don't understand it as much as you women know. <laughs> it is our sword. It's our source of faith. God's promised it will not return unto him void. And then this church, lastly, it is a divisive book. It divides humanity into two classes, unsaved and saved. Two classes, that's it. You either know Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you're lost without Christ. It shows mankind whether or not they know the Lord. I'm glad years ago, I thank the Holy Spirit, He didn't give up on me. I'm glad Preacher Weaver, he kept on preaching the Bible. I'm glad the Word of God kept going into my heart deeper and deeper and deeper to show me the truth about Jesus being the only way to heaven. So tonight, I don't know what category you're in. Lost, I hope everyone here knows Christ. hope you're all going to heaven one day. That's wonderful. But I hope and pray that we fall in love with this book right here. I'll end with a quote from Adrian Rogers. He said this, if your Bible, uh, where's Miss Kathy? Do you have your Bible torn, torn apart? Hold up your Bible, Miss Kathy. All right, I like that. He said this, if your Bible is torn apart, then your life probably isn't. Young people, read, read, keep reading, keep reading that Bible. Keep obeying that Bible and loving the Word of God. It's what we need in our life today. Father, I thank You so much for the Word of God. Thank You, Lord, that we have had a good time tonight. Lord, we have uh, sung, Lord, uh, to You, and we've had a, a fun sword drill. And, and God, we have seen from Your Bible what kind of precious book it is. I pray as Christians that we would love Your Word more and more. And God, we would obey it more and more, especially myself. And so, Lord, You help us to love You and love Your Word. Bless our people now. Help us to follow You. Keep Your commandments and live. If there's anyone here tonight that does not know You, please, God, let tonight be the night of their salvation. And we'll praise You for that. In Christ's name we pray. Would you please stand?